You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. The Black Caps are currently in Pakistan. They play the fifth and final match in their T20 series on Tuesday. Then there are five one-day internationals. Pakistan lead the T20 series 2-1 after Game 4 was abandoned uh, towards the back end of New Zealand's innings due to hail. So New Zealand have the chance to square the series in Game 5. Mark Chapman has been the standout batter for New Zealand in this series. 1,000 runs in T20i cricket for Chapman. And his 50 through the offside, punched again. And he's playing a very good knock here. 53 uh, to Chapman, also the leading run scorer of the series. Yeah, 34 off 27 balls in the first game. 65 not out of 40 in game two. 16 not out of nine deliveries in the third game. And 71 not out of 42 balls when the hail arrived in game four. That's 186 runs for just once out for Mark Chapman, who is with us now out of Pakistan. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Um, tell us about the weather the other day. Just how heavy was that hail that uh, that forced the game to be called off? Oh, I mean, it was incredible. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Not sure I ever will again. Um, I mean, the whole outfield was whited out with, with hailstorms. So, um, yeah, I mean, incredible scenes. Did it just sort of come in gradually, sort of start to spit and then get a bit heavier, or did it all of a sudden just start chucking it down? Yeah, I mean, we actually went off for rain. So, um, I mean, we, we weren't expecting hail. You know, we knew there was a little bit of rain around, but when the hail started pummeling down, we were all quite uh, taken aback. So we are all just, you know, just gazing in, in, in awe, really. <laughs> Amazing. 186 runs in this series for you, Mark. For just once out, you're striking at over 150, couple of 50s. Uh, what's been going so well for you in this series? Um, oh, I mean, it's, it's been nice to obviously get some consistent cricket, um, which so, sort of allows you to sort of work into your, work into your, work into things and, and work things out a little bit. Um, it was nice to play some games against Sri Lanka and obviously continue that on here in Pakistan. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously sort of get an opportunity. It's pretty nice to play a few games for New Zealand, absolutely. Has the way that you bat in T20 cricket changed much since you started playing T20? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, I've always liked to be a positive player. Um you know, I sort of mix a little bit of uh, stroke play with a little bit of power at times, and I sort of enjoy sort of dipping my toes in both of those styles of play. So, yeah, it's, I think it's quite authentic to the way that I play, yeah. And the places that you score your runs, your, your high-scoring areas, have you kind of maintained the same high-scoring areas throughout your T20 career, or have you added new ones along the way? Yeah, I guess... Um, it sort of depends on the conditions, really. I mean, in New Zealand, where you can trust the bounce, you sort of score a lot straighter. Um, whereas here in Pakistan, with it, with the nature of the low bounce and the skittiness of the surfaces, you probably score a little bit squarer. So, um, you know, adding adding shots in where you can hit behind the wicket as well is pretty crucial, where where some Pakistan bowlers are pretty good at bowling Yorkers. So, um, you know, it's pretty important that you manipulate fields too. Mm. Growing up, or, or when you know, young boys and girls are learning the uh, the art of batting, they're often told to, to treasure their wicket. Um, but in T20 cricket, obviously, that's not always possible with the uh, the risks that you have to take. How do you reconcile that? You know, you know, putting a price on your wicket, but also taking the, uh, the necessary risks, which are going to, you know, increase your strike rate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Particularly in T20 cricket, yeah, sort of, 
you're not really thinking about your wicket, you're more thinking about the boundaries and the potential runs that you can score. And, you know, sometimes you get a little bit lucky and in, in that, um, you know, you hit one just over a fielder or, you know, either side of a fielder and, and it can be your day. And, and I guess, you know, I'm pretty fortunate that this tour has sort of gone my way a little bit. You know, not often that you get a few not outs in a T20 game. You've been around the side for a while now, the, the New Zealand T20 side. Do you feel like an established part of, of New Zealand's T20 side now? Yeah, I think um, sort of obviously been around a little bit now and, and been to a couple of World Cups. And yeah, so I think, you know, particularly in this group, sort of feel like, you know, taking on more of a more of a senior role with the bat and, and looking at myself as someone that, you know, wants to lead the team and, and scoring some runs. And it's just been really nice to contribute um, to this New Zealand team. And it's cool to see other guys step up, like Chad Chad Bowles, obviously, the other day had a really nice knock. Um yeah, and Tommy and Tommy in one of the other games too. So it's been it's been cool. And, and while you've had you know a number of T Twenty internationals for New Zealand now, you've only played five one day internationals for New Zealand. What do you think your opportunities at fifty over level internationally have been a bit more limited? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, I guess there's more turnover in in the T Twenty side. You sort of see uh, a few more guys being being tried out in that format and you know you know it's no uh, secret that we've had a lot of success in one day cricket recently so um you know along the test team it's a very settled side so um you know it can be pretty difficult to to break through at times and you know there's a lot of good players that have missed out in the recent years so um you know certainly not the only one <laughs> no well and your numbers in 50 over cricket are, are just excellent you, you average 48 in 50-over cricket. Most of that, of course, is domestically, but is the way you bat in 50-over cricket markedly different from the way you approach things in a T20 innings? Yeah, I think so. I think the risk-taking element's probably a, a little bit less. Um, you know, I still like to score my runs relatively quickly if I can. Um, you know, it's all condition-dependent, but, you know, 50-overs is, is more than double a T20 game, so, that you know, there's there's a lot more time there, and I guess you sort of get the best of both worlds where you can you can look to sort of build an innings and then, you know, if you're in at the end, then you can have a bit of fun too. Yeah. And as far as your bowling is concerned, you bowl, um, you know, little left-arm spinners or left-arm orthodox. Uh, do you work hard on your bowling as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think particularly when we're when we're touring the subcontinent, you know, a little a little bit of value with it, with a spin can can certainly be helpful for a team. I think you know, more than likely in international cricket conditions sort of need to be a little bit more sprint friendly uh, for me to sort of get hold of the ball. But, I mean, it's something I chip away at um, in the nets, you know, every every training session, absolutely. You look around the world right now, Mark, and there are more and more T20 franchise leagues popping up. And I know you had some time in the Caribbean uh, Premier League uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, is playing in some of those, those franchise leagues something that you've considered? Yeah, I mean... Um, you know, I think you know they're they're becoming more and more prevalent in this in this modern day of cricket. And I mean, to be honest, my focus has primarily been on trying to play for New Zealand as much as I can. Um, you know, there's nothing better than playing for your country. And and to be honest, those sort of leagues sort of take care of themselves when you when you establish yourself as an international player. So I think. Um, I guess the two go hand in hand, but my focus is very much so with New Zealand. All right, and just back to that, and I just want to go back to the 50-over stuff because, as we know, there's a 50-over World Cup later in the year. We know that Kane Williamson, in all likelihood, won't be there with the injury that he's rehabbing from at the moment. Um, 
Do you sense that there might be a possible role for you in the 50 overside with, with Kane Williamson not there? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think I know anyone in, in New Zealand cricket that doesn't want to be in a World Cup squad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, absolutely the desire is there and, and you know, I guess I just have to stay patient and, you know, hopefully things will, will go my way at some point. And, and to be honest, I've, I've, I've learned to, to be patient over the years, um, given the, the amount of cricket sort of been in squads and not necessarily played. So, I'm, you know, I'm just really grateful for, for the opportunity to be, to be playing and, and be playing this T20. So, you know, I'm pretty stoked about that, to be honest. You talk about that patience. Was, was being patient a bit challenging at times, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, it's yeah. You sort of you, you understand where you sit at times, and and you know you, you look at someone like Matt Henry who is is really had to wait his turn, and and it's been years on the sidelines, and you know obviously he's thriving now in in all three formats. So um, yeah, I mean hopefully my, my time will come, and and yeah, I just you know stay patient and keep improving in the background, and. Yeah, you know, hopefully I'll get there. Yeah, great attitude, mate. Well, you're not in the squad, um, oddly, for the upcoming 50-over series in Pakistan. So one more T20 on Tuesday morning New Zealand time. And then what, will you just come home for a break after that? Yeah, at this stage, just get home, spend some time with family, um, enjoy a bit of a rest. And then I think we start up again in early August. So a little bit of winter training. Um, some time off, some fishing, and then get back into it. Oh, sounds perfect. And just back to these T20s finally. They've had quite late starts, haven't they? They've, have they been getting underway at what, at 9pm local time? Yes, it's, uh, well, it's Ramadan, so that um, they don't, the guys, the Pakistani guys don't eat till about 6.45. Um, and then it's actually Eid at the moment, which is their festival, so that's why we have three days off. Um, so it's that, it marks the end of Ramadan. Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy hours really, but everyone here seems to be adjusted right now, so um, yeah, sort of 1pm, 1.30 wake-ups. This is a bit strange when you think about it, but <laughs> when, you're, when you're only going to bed at sort of 2 or 3 o'clock, then it sort of seems a bit normal. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, hey, it's been great to catch up. Congratulations on uh, the way you've batted in, in this particular series uh, and, um, and all the best for Game 5 Tuesday morning and whatever lies ahead for you. Thanks for your time. Brilliant. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, mate. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.